You're listening to the Doc Lounge Podcast. This is a place for candid healthcare conversations with physician recruitment industries, top executives, and thought leaders. This podcast is made possible by Pacific Companies, your trusted advisor in physician recruitment. My name is Summer Gilbert, and I am the Director of Marketing and Branding here at Pacific Companies. Today on the podcast, we are doing another episode of the Ask the Expert series. If you are not familiar with this series, every week we will be answering questions sent to us by physicians all over the U.S. The experts here at Pacific Companies have decades of combined experience in physician recruitment, and will be sharing their knowledge and answering questions from our physician and hospital community. There is no wrong question to ask our experts, so if you have a question you want to send us, email thedoclounge at pacificcompanies.com. Today, our expert is Rob Miller. Rob, thank you for being here with us. Hey, thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it. Rob, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for Pacific Companies. So, thank you, Summer. I have been in healthcare for almost 20 years now. Um, and have done all facets of physician recruitment. I've done physician recruiting for PERM and for LOCUM. I have done in-house recruiting uh, currently with Pacific Companies. I'm on the business development and marketing side, so primarily work with hospitals, physician groups, community health care centers, critical access hospitals as it pertains to really discussing strategic planning and sharing with them what we're seeing in the market right now as it pertains to physician recruitment, getting a better understanding of what they're looking for heading into the next 12 to 18 months or what strategic planning looks like for them um, and helping them to try to put the best plan together as it pertains to physician recruiting and, and trying to find the right doctors for uh, their hospital or their community as well. So Great. Well, the reason we have um Rob, as our expert today, is we, um, we've been normally doing questions that we've been getting from physicians, and this is a question that we have seen from a few clients, so we wanted to address this, and who better than Mr. Rob? All right, I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> okay, so the first question, there's actually two parts to this, so let's just start with this first one. What are some of the challenges you are seeing right now as it pertains to the market? Gosh, that is such a great question and you know i cover four states uh, texas oklahoma louisiana and arkansas um and it's it's I, i'm actually glad that's the question because we i hear that all the time i mean in almost every conversation i have with whether it be a a ceo at a hospital or a physician recruiter with in-house recruiting or the physician groups i'm meeting with it really does center around, you know, what, what are those challenges and, and why is it so hard to find those physicians and what are we seeing in the market? And we probably spend, you know, the majority of our time just helping them understand what we're seeing in the market outside of their office window. So let me, let me just kind of paint a kind of a picture and kind of give you a better 30,000 foot view of the landscape. Uh, I think we, you're, you're buzzing. Uh-oh. Let's see. Who is it? Who's interrupting our podcast? I don't know. Some, some other business development here. We'll just delete that. There we go. Sorry. Um, <laughs> if it was Harold, I'd say answer it and well, then we'd, we'd put him on. <laughs> no, it was Ricky Durkey. We don't even talk to him. Okay. Um, keep going. Well, getting back to it is you have to understand the market these days and some things that we're seeing and, and some of the things that I'm sharing with our executives is when you look at the current recruiting market right now and where we are in the landscaping, you still have four generations of physicians that are out there. You have Baby Boomer, you have Generation X, you have Generation Y, 
and you have the millennials, um, Generation Zs coming up. Um, the four or five trends that we are seeing in the market that are causing our clients to change and make some of the decisions that we are recommending as it pertains to recruitment really center around four or five things that I, tr I, I do my best to make sure I'm sharing with, with those that I meet with or current clients or potential new clients. And that's the fact that still on average right now, you have anywhere between 10 and 11,000 baby boomers that are retiring every day. So they eventually will be leaving the market, right? Yeah. Some of the things we're seeing there when you look at projected physician shortage, that's one of the things that I really try to help our our clients understand or executives understand number one is physi projected physician shortage and what I mean by that summer is with all the data that we've been able to look at by 2030 uh, the US is expected to be about 100,000 providers short uh, to meet those population demands oh wow and what's interesting about that is it's not just the hospitals that are looking for these physicians now you have the physician groups you have the VA centers you have the community health care centers, FQHCs, everyone is looking for... Academics. Academics. I mean, mm -hmm. everyone's looking for these physicians. So you have more bath water going out of the tub than you do going in, right? One of the things that we're seeing right now, too, that you, you have to remember and consider is our growing population, not only across the, the planet, but just in the United States alone. I mean, for us, while the general population is expected to grow by 10% by 2030, the population over 65 is expected to grow by 48 percent. Wow. So that, again, is that you're going to start seeing those, and some of those are going to be physicians in the market, too. They're going to be, you know, into that, in, getting into that area as well. So those are some of the challenges that we see as well as it pertains to physician recruitment where, you have hospitals or health systems that might be looking for a doctor that wants to practice for 10 or 15 more years. Well, is that the type of physician that's going to be in the market in the next five to 10 years to meet that, if that makes sense to you? Um, I think one of the main things that's really resonated with me that I do my best to share with executives, too, is just the demographics right now. Um, the research that I've done recently shows that the U.S. Census Bureau anticipates that adults over 65 will outnumber children under 18 for the first time by 2035. Interesting. So you think about that from a physician recruitment perspective of, okay, let's just fast forward to the year 2035 and the amount of adults, some of those being practicing physicians that are going to be over the age of 65, and in turn, treating that number of, of people that are over the age of 65, right? And how do we find the physicians that are going to be they're going to feel that demand of, you know, compared to, you know, children under 18 for the first time. So that's something that really resonates with me. Um, and I think finally, just looking at changing healthcare needs, you know, as the population grows and demographics favor a growing and aging public, you know, demands on our healthcare system will expand and we're going to need providers serving, you know, diverse medical needs across the board. Like you mentioned earlier, it's not just, you know, acad you know, it's academics, it's, you know, being employed by a hospital, working for a critical access hospital, working at an FQHC, um, all of those types of physicians. Correctional. What, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, and looking at what those physicians are looking for in an opportunity, they're not going to be the same. A type of doctor that wants to be employed for a hospital is going to be a different type of physician than 
one that wants to work for a community health care center and not only making sure those physicians are the right fit professionally for that type of opportunity, but also is it going to be the right fit for the practice or for the hospital or for the community as well? So there's a lot of, of moving parts to finding someone that's going to be the right fit for the aging population that we're all going to be experiencing. So, so it's kind of a balance. So you got physicians who you know, need to be open-minded about opportunities because everyone kind of has what they want in their head, but, um, you just never know. And then clients trying to be more open and open-minded, um, to get good physicians in there to give them what they need. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's an, it's a changing market where when you look at all the baby boomers that are retiring and, all the new physicians that are coming on board and the younger physicians coming on board and having a lot of Generation X and Generation Y already in place, um, there's just going to be a shortage out there. We don't see it changing. Um, it's, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly, yeah. if you will, and it's just a matter of really helping these hospitals and healthcare systems, physician groups, you name it, whatever it is, you have to be able to, you can no longer just post a, a opportunity on your website and hope that's the way the physicians are going to come to you. If you're a hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or Dallas, Texas, or Austin, Texas, or New Orleans, or Little Rock, Arkansas, all the physicians that are there are already the ones who want to be there. Mm -hmm. So how do you increase your visibility in the marketplace to a national level where you may have that physician that's considering making a change but doesn't know about your facility. Mm -hmm. So that's the conversations you have to have on, okay, how am I going to, like you said, how am I going to appeal in the market? How am I going to look better than the hospital across the street? What am I offering that they aren't that's going to entice that physician and their family Mm -hmm. to move here compared to another location? So that kind of leads me into the second part of the question. Um, what are the physicians looking for coming out of training? So talking about these millennials um, is probably what they want is different. Their standards are different. So what are you seeing? What are the physicians looking for? No, I appreciate this question. That's that's something I get asked quite often as well. And honestly, you know, it's, it's talking to the recruiters on our floor. You know, you have 40 you know, physician recruiters on our floor making 100 phone calls a day and setting up interviews with all of our clients. And so they're hearing firsthand every day. I mean, they're the ones in the trenches, right? Yeah. They're the ones that are really hearing. And I reach out to them all the time and find out, you know, what are they looking for? What is different from, you know, a baby boomer that's leaving or even Generation X or Generation Y? And some of the things that we're seeing, Summer, which is a surprise and not a surprise at the same time, is for younger physicians, you know, the, the request for simple things like, you know, four-day work weeks, um, you know, student loan repayment, uh, you know, not forgiveness, you know, a big difference there, Uh, flexible work schedules. And what I mean by that is, for example, a family practitioner and allowing them to pick up some moonlighting hospital shifts from time to time, Um, you know, spending more time with patients and some of the, uh, you know, spending more time with patients and and their families that are in the room with them are some of the top asks that we are getting from some of the younger physicians, you know, as we're presenting those opportunities to them. Uh, Those are some of the things that we're really seeing. And I think that's going to be the challenge where I don't, I don't know if we have all the answers yet, to just be honest with you. I think it's when you have a physician that's looking, when you look at quality and work-life balance, but you're looking at 
medicine in general, you know, those the physicians that go, you know, people that go into medicine, they have a calling. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit of a different, I think that's a little bit of a different, it's hard to wrap my arms around it, but as I'm talking to executives, they need a hospitalist to come in and cover seven on seven off. And the hospitalist wants to do that, but they want to be off at two o'clock on Thursday to see their kid's baseball game. That's not going to work all the time. Right. So I think there's going to be a challenge there where, you know, the baby boomers are just known as the workhorses and would see 70 patients a day and never sleep and never eat yeah. compared to the other the other generations of physicians that are coming in that still want to work their tails off, but they want to see their families too. And how do you and how do you find that if that's you know, if you're an OBGYN physician, you're going to be on call. So questions about, okay, well, if I'm going to be an OBGYN physician, a part of this hospital, this group, what is that call schedule? What does that look like? And how much more time are they going to have their families compared to having to be staring at their cell phone on a Saturday night and wondering if they're going to have to go in? Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Rob. Um, I hope you answered some of those questions, and I think you did. I'm going to re-say that again. Thank you so much, Rob, for answering those questions and being our expert today. Well, you are welcome. I don't know how much of an expert I am, but I'm, I'm happy to help and, and, you know, happy to connect with anyone that's listening to this and just wants to talk more about how we can be a resource for you in the market and, and be, be there for you to help with the patients that you serve. So, Thank you. Thank you. Well, have a great day. Thank you. All right. If any of you guys want to reach out to Rob, his contact information is in the description below. And we hope you guys have a great day. Thank you. Thank you to all our listeners. If you'd like to be notified when new episodes air, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And thank you to Pacific Companies. Without you guys, this podcast would not be possible. If you'd like to be a guest or for more information, go to www.pacificcompanies.com.